0: Today on The Breakdown, it's a 1025 50 cash game hand with LATV favorite, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, Nick Vertucci up against a new player, at least a new player for The Breakdown, Versace Mark. It's a cool name. And I'm just going to say this. Both these guys have big hands, pre-flop anyway, but things get a little bit squirrely as the hand progresses and surprising things happen. I will say that. Big money gets exchanged. (laughs) Coffers are both reduced and increased (laughs) depending on who owns them. (laughs) That's right, people. That's what's happening. (laughs) Let's get to it right now on the breakdown with Grant Denison and Jonathan Levy. No yeah, so we got
1: Nick Nick Bertucci, who's like kind of always a foil. in if he's in the live with the bike hand, he's like, "Hey, this guy is always putting a lot of action, and he's not. doesn't seem to be that good at." stuff. I mean, poker. that's he's probably like, not entirely fair. No, he's like fine. He's fine. He's just not
0: Garrett or Dan Zach, you right. know, that's different, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: he's, he's a mark for those guys.
0: He's a mark for those guys, but I would say for the regular, I mean, he's way better than a, most of the terrible regulars, right? Like Israeli Ron, who's like putting in some amazing oh, yeah. amount of money with queen deuce off and stuff like that, right? right? I mean, he's like, I'm sure he's profitable in the normal game anyway, when he's not playing up against all the superstars. Sure. Cause he's like, understands stuff and has reasonable yeah. ranges and his, stuff. Uh, his opponent,
1: his un, opponent we haven't done a breakdown on before, Versace Mark, seems to be a, a high, high-ish level player, too, based on some of the moves he makes in this hand.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe.
1: It's, it's quite possible. That, that name, though, it kind of makes me immediately not like him. Isn't like Versace Mark 26 or something? Yeah, also? like 315 or something. Yeah, like uh, maybe so that's maybe, like his area code. It's cool. Or maybe it's just his online handle, but like... Versace
0: Mark doesn't terrible. Does, does that make you just dislike him immediately? Of course it does. It's it's almost like supposed to.
1: Yeah, maybe that's like. what it is. Maybe it's supposed to make everybody hate him. It, so it's working it's like, killing it. It's not only that like you're trying to say like I like this high end brand, but like why are you associating yourself with the brand? It's weird. Is he yeah. related to the owners of Versace? I mean, What's happening? I
0: would guess he probably wore Versace once and you know something like that or he wants to be seen as like that. Or if it's online handle, maybe it's something to do with that too. I don't know, but I know there was like Timex for a while, you know, Mike it's McDonald. It's, yeah,
1: I guess, but that's not like a <laughs> prestige that's like a not a prestige no, brand. Like not. for I feel like I feel like a guy named Versace <laughs> Mark belongs like in that giant hallway between the win and the Encore, spending 75% more for the same watch you could buy online. Yeah. You know, like just for the prestige of buying it in that shop.
0: That's like, kind of sounds about right. And honestly, Timex, yeah, that's like Versace, Mark. And then the guy next to him was like, I'm Walmart Jimmy. <laughs> 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 <You> know?
1: <laughs> I know where all the sponges are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, Timex, not a nearly a stronger brand. You're right. Especially these days.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's the initial impression you get so, when you name yourself Versace, Mark.
0: Yep. But it's not the kind of thing where I think people are going to go after him live unless he's like, you can only call me Versace, Mark. You know? Right. Then they might be like, fuck that guy. Yeah, maybe.
1: I mean, wasn't that, maybe this was just myth, but like, wasn't that the philosophy between Tom Dwan and Phil Galfon's online names? They wanted people to like go after them because they thought they were annoying online names. Uh, what
0: was Tom Dwan's name? I know. Durr. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, of course. And, Ed and Phil's was OMG Clay Aiken. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually why they did it or if they just thought it was funny. I didn't, I don't know, but it, I could see how those things could work a little yeah. bit.
1: Anyway, it's Versace Mark. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a big game. Ten, twenty-five, fifty. This is suggested by Derek Brown. Cool. He suggested it on Twitter. Of course, if you suggest anything on Twitter, we need a YouTube link and a timestamp. If it's a Poker Go hand, we need a Poker Go link and the time in the episode when it is. Yep. And uh, if it's a Poker Go hand, we won't be making a video of it. We'll making making audio versions of it for now. It's for possible now, yeah. in the future we'll be able to find a way around that our sneaky little ways we're kind
0: of working on a thing which may fix all the things and we can do videos of everything again but we're not there yet so we'll see
1: we have sneaky ways yeah the yeah. poker guys and their sneaky it ways might be great we'll might see be our next book title the poker guys and their sneaky ways
0: i like that it's either that or how can he call i mean more um, incredible hope poker hands that might be down too similar people will be like did i already buy this book we'll say more incredible poker hands right and so then they'll know definitely we'll highlight the word more anyway let's not talk about that let's talk about this it's a hand it's a poker let's get into it y'all people have got big big pre-flop hands grant huge pre-flop hands you know what i'm saying you're doing like a hype man if thing? you were if you were shrunk down to the size of like a toothpick and you saw a salt shaker you'd be like that salt shakers huge you know <laughs> and that's how big these hands are pre
1: okay Sweet. Yeah. All right. So Nick Fortucci, regular and live at the bike. Yeah. he has got $30,000 in front of him in this 10, 25, 50 game. Okay. he's going to open two Queens, Queen of Hearts, Queen of Clubs to $260. It's a pretty big open, but whatever. It's fine. So Nick starts the hand with 600 blinds is what we're saying. It's nothing compared to what Gary usually starts the hand with. I mean, 600 blinds is a lot. Gary usually starts with over a thousand. Okay. 600 blinds is a huge amount. It's book. nothing. I don't care. Continuing on. This is basically short stack play. Yeah. Anyway. So Nick opens the two Queens at 260. It's a big open. Two sixty, yeah, in f- over fifty.
0: It is. A we little got bit Versace
1: big. Mark looking prim and proper with all of his Versace.
0: And Does he actually look super like clean, uh, cleaned up, and stuff?
1: I mean, he just looks like a dude wearing a T-shirt. Yeah, but maybe but it's two, a, it might be like a three hundred dollars yeah, exactly. Versace T-shirt. Yeah, um, he's got twenty two thousand five hundred in front of him, so he's extremely short stacked in this twenty five fifty game. Yeah, he three bets to seven hundred and eighty bucks with Ace of Spades, Ace of Hearts. Nothing to say here.
0: Not really. No, he could go even a little higher i guess but it's fine this is he's in position yeah Uh, i know
1: like nick is in middle position versace marks and like the hijack
0: yeah it's fine so
1: nick could raise but it's pretty standard to call when you're this deep
0: yeah some
1: tough spots if you four bet
0: if versace mark is three betting a lot we can four bet with the intention of not folding to a five bet for um, you know 400 blinds effective which is a lot i mean yeah we wouldn't Get in that much at that point. We yeah. could, we could, but we could get 100 blinds in pretty yeah. comfortably pretty And fast. then we'd have to
1: go with any low flop.
0: Yeah. But rather than doing that, Nick chooses the much more chill option, which is very reasonable. It's a much more standard option yeah. for sure. Of course. Especially when you're this deep.
1: So we're already going to the flop, man. That I'm so glad fast. to hear it, man. So That's fast. okay. 1660 in the pot. The flop is Deuce of Clubs, Jack of Clubs, King of Spades. The only club belongs to Nick Fertucci with the Queen of Clubs in his hand. Okay. Nick checks, not much to say there. Nope, I
0: would expect him to check all the time. And I expect him to call pretty much any bet. Of course, of course. But he, he already won't be loving it, because that king is up, but of course he's going to call. Actually, honestly, the king and the jack aren't super great, but he's going to call anyway, of right.
1: course. And here's the interesting thing, though, from the flop, is that yeah. Versace mark checks back.
0: You know why? Because that's how they do it in Italia, baby. Versace.
1: <laughs> the new sponsor, Versace. Yeah. No, it's, it's worth talking about because mm. yeah. this does seem like a board that if you had a preflop bluff here, like Ace-X, you would, you would bet. Like, yeah. The King High board is pretty good for your
0: range in general. Mm-hmm. So why would you not bet? Well, there are a few things that are problematic, but not that many on this board. What are we really losing to? We're losing to Jack-Jack. You don't figure you're up against kings very often. Kings are, are more of a candidate to you're going to see a four bet from. Jacks you wouldn't expect to see that many four bets from. Yeah, King Jack we could be up against also.
1: The question is if King Jack suited is the only King Jack we're against or not. We've seen Nick Vertucci play yeah. loose, but that was in a lower stakes game.
0: Yeah, I without knowing I would guess it's probably King Jack suited, which cuts us down to what two combos. Two right combos. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not too much of that. Meaning we're usually ahead, um, and there's very little to be. There's not that much to be afraid of as the other side of it, right? Um, There's deuce-deuce, of course. There is deuce-deuce. When you're this deep, I I can understand. The the reason to check, I guess, really, is because you're so deep, you're a little afraid of playing like this monstrous pot um, with one pair.
1: Maybe you think that Nick is the type of guy who's going to check-raise anytime he has a flush draw, and you just don't want to face a check-raise in general.
0: I mean, maybe. If we think he's check-raising all his flush draws, we should definitely bet call and, like, fold right. later if, if the flesh comes in if he's basically got value and flushes only you know yeah um
1: i mean it just seems like a board you should really be betting i know I, he's got like, he's got kings
0: he's got king queen suited for sure he's got king 10 suited maybe even i think he does he's probably he, got ace king in his range he has queens in his range at least sometimes yeah. he has ace jack in his range even though we blocked that a he's little jack, bit 10 suited probably he, he has things he can call it. queen, queen jack, 10 suit. queen 10 suited yeah he has things he can call with here uh yeah, I think mostly we should be betting. We shouldn't be betting 100% of the time with Aces, but we should be betting a lot of the time with Aces here. For I sure.
1: think especially considering we don't hold the Ace of clubs, we should be betting.
0: Yeah, that's right, because a club can come and It really hurts. hurt our action,
1: yeah. but also it makes it more likely that we can get action from hands yeah. that we have in equity jail like yes. club draws, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, like, I understand being the three-better and checking back Aces on some boards, like four, five, seven boards like that, mm-hmm. but this isn't one of those boards. This is the three-better's board.
0: Yeah, it is. No, that's true. Like if we had ace king, we're usually like you said, if we had ace queen, we're continuing. Yeah. There, if right? we had
1: ace four of diamonds, we're continuing. Right. You know? So
0: then if we're for we're checking aces, what aren't we? Well, we're probably betting king king. We're probably betting jack jack. Yeah, I hope. I hope we're betting those things. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's just checking a lot, you know, but it seems like, yeah, this is this should mostly be a bet. But again, you should check some of your big hands and some of your big one pair hands once in a while right? Like you just should. Otherwise it becomes a little too easy to, uh, to play against you.
1: I, yeah, I I guess that's true. But I mean, like if we're going to be easy to like hard to play against, we can have board based continues and like having a good hand on this board is a nice time to continue when you don't block any of your opponents. Of course. Reasonable holdings that can continue. Right.
0: But you know, I mean, when we check, we're going to check back. Usually when we check, it's going to look like we're checking back like ace jack or jack-ten suited, or two tens, or two queens, or something like that, right? So that's good for screwing up your opponent's ranging of you. I mean, there's some value in that.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: Not a lot, admittedly. We're going to have a few give-ups also, but it looks like if we if our opponent bets the turn and we call, which is not unreasonable, uh, without no being blind to everything, right? That would be a, a reasonable turn action guess that Nick would suddenly come out betting a lot on the turn, whether he has yeah. it or not.
1: Yeah. You would think that was when like, if he has jack. a King, he's going to bet. If he has a Jack, he might bet. Right. If he has Queens, yeah. he's probably going to bet. If he has a draw, he's going to bet. And if he has four or five of diamonds, he might bet. You right.
0: Know? So then us calling the turn with like our medium weakest showdownable hands and slightly stronger hands like we have means we might be able to get to uh, really induce a bluff on the river. Like where he's like, all right, well, I'm going to blow you off your Jack now. Like you call the ones or your Queens, but I'm going to rep ace king and uh, i'm just going to keep trying to blow you away that's all i got but there's uh, there's some value in that i'm not saying there's huge value i'm not saying you should usually do it but there's got to be some value in doing that like it's a game of deception you want to keep your you want to wrong foot your opponents as much as possible and like this check can wrong foot his opponent now the other side of it of course is they're really deep and it's nice to get as much money as possible when you have a really good hand
1: it's certainly a deceptive play, you know. It's, it's not something you expect. It's kind of maybe it's like a version of the uh, the opposite strategy that Vanessa Selbst advised Jesse Sylvia to do at the World Series of Poker main event final table, mm-hmm. where he was supposed to like bet all of the hands that that people expected him to check and check all the hands that people expect him to bet right. on different boards, right? And maybe he's doing that except with boards, like. Checking all the boards he's supposed to bet and betting all the boards he's supposed maybe. to check. Maybe he's doing something like that.
0: Just or maybe, and maybe he's just doing it for a little while even, but yeah. like, cause it's, you know, it's going to get picked up anyway. And like, everyone's going to see it um, like a half hour later anyway. But, um, but yeah, so that could be what's up to. It's a little unclear. I certainly don't hate it. Uh, I, I don't think it's something you should, that should be done most of the time.
1: Right. I agree. Either way, It's fine. But we got some news
0: for you. We got a new sponsor. We have a new sponsor, and they have a crazy promotion we're going to tell you about right now. Here we go. Attention, past, present, and future MyBookie players. For this week only, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congratulations. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. MyBookie will give you all your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer, MyBookie welcomes all to come play, so quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting a sports bet but have lots of questions? Don't sweat it. MyBookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is if you join now, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log into mybookie.ag and make your first deposit with the promo code POKER and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for this week only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. It's time to hop on the gravy train and get in on the action with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Well done. $250 free bet. I'm totally doing that.
1: I mean, that sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> that
0: is really awesome. The website
1: was mybookie.ag. And yes, it the was. The code was poker. Yeah. Use the code poker. Do that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Anyway, back to the hand. Okay. All right, we got the Deuce of Clubs, Jack of Clubs, King of Spades on the flop. Okay. We've got the check and the check from the Queens and the Aces. The uh, Aces check a little surprising to us. Yep. The turn is the eight of spades. Okay. So second spade. Now there's two clubs and two spades. Nick is going to come out betting as is probably to be expected. This is mostly for protection, I guess maybe a little bit of value. Maybe you can get value to ace jack hands like that. That might have three bet.
0: I think we expect to get called a lot here when it goes check, check after he three bets, unless he's completely giving up. There's just, there's definitely value to get. Yeah. I think it's more protection. I think it's more value than protection actually. Like it looks like we're up against two tens and two nines and ace jack and stuff.
1: Yeah. Like and that. Nick's trying to make sure he gets called by all that by betting very small. He bets 500 into 1660. Yeah. That's, very small. That's very small. Is that too small? I think it might be. I mean... Like, there's two flush it's draws. It's disgusting, probably. Don't we
0: want to get... Like, when we're making it it's so obvious that we have value, like, don't we want to, like... Like, if we had... Let's say we had the four or five of spades. Okay, so Just we have for a, a flush second. draw. I, do, do I really believe Nick Vertucci is betting $500 with the four or five of spades on the turn? I kind of don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of don't. I think he's going to size it up a bit more. I hear you. And if that's true, if that's true, then he needs to size up this bet too. I hear you. I I listen to
1: you, and
0: I agree with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just wondering.
1: Yeah, I think he he should be betting a little bit bigger. I understand from a practical perspective that it may be difficult to get called by worse hands if he bets a thousand into sixteen sixty here when Mark's yeah. checked back. He might have some like ace eights that he's just giving up with. I guess maybe sure. he'll call with an eight because turned an eight, but maybe not. I mean, but. Vertucci, Nick or not. I'm calling him Vertucci, Nick because of Versace, so
0: <laughs> Vertucci, Nick. Good stuff
1: is also known for being a bit loose and splashing around a bit. So I guess maybe he can get called a little bit more frequently.
0: I feel like he's a bit loose and splashy around like pre-flop. Not so much post-flop, though. Yeah, but so I don't know. But there I feel like there's, where you
1: bluffed Phil Helmuth. That was loose. and splashy That's true. That's true.
0: That's fair. Um, but In general, the point is this, like the guy three bet and then he checked. He often has a showdownable hand. He often has two tens because we have two queens. We're not going to put him on a queen very often or or pocket queens very often. Right. But he can have a jack or he can have two tens or something like that. And yeah, okay. Sometimes he's going to fold. It's not the end of the world. If he folds, we get to win a nice size pot. That's okay. Should we
1: consider checking
0: as Nick instead? Uh, We totally could check here. It's it's not the end of the world to check here, but mostly I think we should probably bet to try and get value from Ace-Jack.
1: Yeah, I mean... it's like that. Now, because Versace mark-checked back Aces on this flop, it's quite possible that he's also checking back hands like Ace-4 of diamonds on the flop. Yeah. Be- I hope so, at least, mm-hmm. some of the time, or else yeah. it's just really weird. Um, if that is the case, and we can somehow know that as Nick, I think I prefer a check versus a bet, because if you have a hand like Ace-4
0: of diamonds, you're going to have to bet now right like oh, most, most of the time that's fair i mean at the same point like even if he's checking back aces and is trying to balance those combos out and if he goes 2 to 1 like air to aces which is what your which is a reasonable check back sure. uh, ratio that's only like 12 combos of air that he'd be checking back extra you know what i mean like he should he should still i would expect he's mostly betting bluffs on the uh, misses on the flop just not all of them You know, right. So I would think he is my guess, and I've never seen this guy before. My guess is though he's mostly has showdownable hands here. Even probably not only showdownable hands, but like a a vast majority would be showdownable hands here. I would have mostly showdownable hands here.
1: You would expect that, but you mostly would bet aces on this board. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. So, you have to assume that's a true. little bit of different stuff yeah. going on with Mark.
0: And you're right. Maybe Mark's doing all sorts of wacky things like you were talking about with Vanessa Selps and Jesse Sylvia and all that. By the way, Jesse Sylvia, the nicest guy in poker. Um,
1: that's a, that's quite a statement. The nicest guy in I poker. I
0: swear to you, he is the, at all my years, I think he's the nicest guy I've ever been at the table with.
1: How about uh, Calvin
0: Anderson? He's been very nice to both of us Calvin multiple Anderson, times. Uh, Calvin yeah. Anderson is super nice. Yeah. He's not Jesse Sylvia. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's crazy. Jesse Sylvia is. Just, just a pleasure to be at the table with a true pleasure. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I guess he could be doing all sorts of weird stuff, and if he is, then we should check. If we if we suspect him of doing all sorts of weird things and having lots of weird air that he's checking instead of bluffing on the flop, then absolutely we should check and let him take a shot. Yeah, I with mean, the intention guess, of calling like all rivers. I guess
1: the question is like, what's more likely: getting him to bluff air or getting him to call with marginal hands? Right. He's ha- he's going to have to three bet with a jack in his hand. Or queens, or, although well, that, doesn't have queens. Have, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. No,
0: I know we have queens. I'm just thinking out loud, like what he's doing it with. Like tens, like nines. East Jack
1: is the only one that really makes sense. Is Jacks from a traditional perspective? Uh, then there's tens and nines, which you know they might even fold fold for five hundred. They might just be like they
0: might, but they really might not. They too. might call. Like a lot of a lot of players, when they check the flop with a with a reasonable showdownable hand, and an eight comes on the turn. It's not a scary card when the dude bets. So like, yeah, I'm not folding. I have a pair and I check to induce and I check to pot control. Yeah. I didn't check to fold. This is a hand. This is one of my good hands, you know. So usually you're going to get a call there.
1: Maybe so, but you can't expect two calls probably.
0: Um, yeah, that's another reason to size it up from Nick's point of view. I
1: guess another question uh, from Nick's perspective, not to say that this means you should or shouldn't bet the turn, but once if Nick does get called here. Is he planning on betting on blank rivers if the deuce pairs on the river? Is he planning on betting queens?
0: I think he probably should bet queens on the All river. All right, so he
1: bets 500 on the turn, and say he gets called, it's going to be 2660 in the pot. How much should he bet on a deuce if the river is a deuce? I would size it up personally. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I wanted to make it look like I missed my flush draw.
1: And trying to get called by mostly a jack in 10s and 9s? Yeah, which...
0: that's ex- exactly the range I'm going for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think checking is almost never going to get me any more money. Like, it's incredibly hard for him to bluff, I think. It's hard to come up with bluffs he can have, you know, assuming a brick river. I guess he could have turned a flush draw. Like, that's it. And what flush draw would it even be? Like, let's take a look at the board here, right? It's, he can have spades. So I guess he could have, well, we have, no, he, we don't have the queen of spades in our hand. So I guess he could somehow have the ace queen of spades that he didn't continue with. But I'd expect him to continue with that a lot when he has the gutter too. But yeah, maybe not always, but I would, I would be assuming that. Uh, it's the gutter in the back door, flush draw. Usually, he's going to bet that on the flop. There's just it just doesn't feel like there's that much that there's that much there for him. It feels like we have more flush draws than he does. I should say it that way, probably, probably. A fair amount. So I don't know because of that. Like, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm just going to bet the river and hope one of those marginal hands call because I assume they're checking back if I check.
1: You think sizing right. it up? Your idea of sizing it up? Do you think that might be uh, a little too fancy? Maybe. Like,
0: I, you know, it's hard to know in these spots. It's possible it could be. that
1: like, and I think against the majority of players, it is too fancy. Mm-hmm. Like against if you're playing a five, 10 game in like wherever five, 10 game you, Jonathan Levy play. Yeah. Like, unless you really have history with a player and know them to be a certain type of player. If you're going to bet Queens for value on the river, it's you probably going to be like more of a small size. Yeah. And, that's
0: that's true. You know? um, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, mostly you try and size for the range and meaning like, well, his range is kind of weak one pair of hands. So I got to bet an amount that kind of weak one pair of hands can call and damn everything else. And only when you're in like have history and dynamic or some other, some other things going on for you to be able to like bet bigger. Um, yeah. Like a lot of players are going to fault. Even if there's a lot of, some players are just going to be like, well, I, I'm sure you don't have it as they throw their cards away, which is not what you want here. Right. They say that so often. I know. So frequently. You I know hear that. I know. So that so you're right. So it might be too fancy. I don't know. The guy's name is Versace Mark. Nothing's too fancy for this That's guy. That's true. It's not fancy enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah.
1: All right. So Nick bets 500.
0: Yeah. We had a long discussion about that,
1: but I thought it was worth it. It was cool. Should Mark consider doing anything but call? And by that, I mean, should he consider raising? Because, of course, he's never folding. He should
0: consider all his options, including folding. He should quickly dismiss when, when folding. When the dude
1: bets a third of the pot and you checked back aces yeah. on the King Jack Deuce
0: flop. We should always consider all our options. And the, the flush and the straight both missed. You're the kind of guy who's like, I don't even want to know what's in door number three because I'm pretty enamored with doors one and two. Little did you know, buddy, door number three is your dream girl.
1: <laughs> like she's going to be my property like how does this work
0: well on the monty hall it's show your dream girl so you tell me how it <laughs> works. okay
1: dangerous territory all right yep.
0: so <laughs> very dear. by the way you're married In case am, uh, everyone's wondering i am married so made it a little weirder thanks for reminding sometimes me sometimes she listens to the podcast so good luck yeah, having she's that conversation like falling asleep so she's not even Could be an enjoyable sleep. little like we need to talk
1: i hope not. honey let's talk she doesn't say it like that <laughs>
0: how does she say it grant
1: (laughs) well she doesn't say we need to talk it's just more it's more like i immediately am aware that i'm (laughs) in deep shit
0: (laughs) i knowing your wife i understand that i get Uh, how that would be anyway that may have just got me in some trouble by the way (laughs) moving on (laughs) yeah
1: uh hopefully she doesn't listen to this (laughs) (laughs) i really hope all right so Nick bets 500 yeah should Mark consider raising a big part of this being sizing and the yep. fact that you check back such an underrept hand with two aces on the flop turn eight of spades does not complete a straight or a flush. We're only still worried about the same hands. We were worried about before, except for pocket eights got there. So deuces, eights, jacks, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of King King and
0: King Jack suited. Mostly. I don't think we should consider raising. I okay. think we should consider calling. I think calling should be the, the move. Um, Raising puts us often in weird spots where potentially Nick's continuing range is not a range that we do well against at all. Uh, like, maybe Nick can have King-Queen and call. I think he would call. Okay. Um, but King. Nick can have lots of bluffs here that he continues with on the river, and we just get to go call-call and win the money. You know,
1: That seems like the best reason to call to me because I think there is some merit to the value of raising as far as Nick. We're not blocking Kings at all, except for Ace-King, which is... Not as likely as others because it's a potential four bet mm-hmm. pre flop. Yeah, Nick probably has king ten suited in his range and king queen. Yeah, so that's three combos plus twelve combos. Not bad, decent size. Where I think Nick's going to feel like I can't fold when I size it like this, and the dude check right. back the flop.
0: Right on the double flush and on clean rivers, we can go board. for more value. You know, mm-hmm. one of the other good things about um, just calling here is because we're in, we're in position, right? If we're yeah. out of position, I think we. I mean, it would been a weird way to to three bet and then check this board. But if we did and then check and then checking again on the turn, like you can make a much better case for raising because I'd be really worried about going check, check on the river, but being in position means we can make sure somebody puts in a bet of at least like 1400 bucks, which is great. Yeah. True. So I think I'm inclined to call, I will say this. It's basically impossible for Nick to three bet us on this board. Like he has
1: to have King King.
0: Yeah. And like, I like we have King King much more strongly in our range than he does in his, right? Like he's going to four bet King King a fair amount. We, we, it's plausible. We flopped a King and, you know, flopped a set and just checked because people do that. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Yeah. He's like, I'm crushing the board. I'm going to give you a chance to catch up. Blah, blah, blah.
1: So do you think Mark should have any raises as played? I mean, he's letting Nick get away with a $500 bet on the turn.
0: I think he should have some. And what should they be? Um, I think we could raise pocket eights. Okay. So sets, I think we can raise sets on the turn. Pocket eights is the only set that I could show up with here. So maybe I need to come up with other things I can raise too. But, um, pocket eights makes a lot of sense, right? Like if I had Jack, Jack, I would have bet it on the flop. And I absolutely on a King high board for sure. King, King. I probably bet that on the flop too, even though I'm crushing it because I'm supposed to bet that board. He's probably not going to give me as much credit. It's, it's a wet ish board. He's going to call with a lot of gut shots and stuff like that. like, Maybe I got lucky and he's got Jack Jack. Let's get all the money in before the board gets scary, you know? Um that I mean that's the biggest reason to raise your sets, really, is you don't you want to get a lot of money in before the third flush card comes and it kills action in one way or another, right? As much as anything else, I think. Yeah. Um and we can raise with a fair amount of impunity, like we're saying, like, unless Nick has King King, I don't see him putting in a three bet. Like almost ever, with value anyway. Maybe as a bluff, maybe with a combo draw, but Yeah. So that's kind of good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just wonder if aces should be in the raising range. It's
0: an interesting question. It's the kind of thing uh, most people, myself included, don't really even consider. Like, maybe consider it for a second. It's like, well, I'm not really going to raise this, right? Yeah. Like, it would be so dumb to raise and get blown off the hand by a combo draw right now. You know, right. like, how stupid would that be? So I'm just not, not going to do it. I'm in position. It's fine. At least we block a lot of the combo draws with the ace of spades. Uh, yeah. That blocks a fair amount of them. We don't, we don't have the ace of clubs, right? No. But that's okay can block be, them all.
1: That would be the ultimate combo draw blocker. Yeah. Anyway, Mark decides to call. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. What else is fine? Is that fine, fine wine of nitrogen sports poker. They don't actually sell wine, but... Th- they're talking
0: about it, though. They're considering a whole Pinot side. So we always say they have casino games, they have poker, and they yeah. have sports betting. Now it's going to... Well, not yet. This is a sneak preview. But by January, I think it's going to be sports games, casino, poker... And Pino. Casino and Pino. It rhymes. I mean, that's one of the big reasons why I think they decided to go there. Anyway, they do
1: have all that stuff, but of course, they have a poker room. That's why we're talking about them. Yeah. And of course,
0: we are the poker guys. And it kind of fits. It fits pretty sort well. Of a, sort of like a rap, The way a rap would fit. <laughs> a rap? Yeah. A poker wrap oh. about nitrogen. So I think it's about time for one then. Bring it on. Let's hear it, Grant. It's it's your turn. No, it's all you, man. It's my turn. I always do these. No, I do sometimes. That's crazy. Do a rap. Okay. I can do a rap right now. All right. Can you give me a beat for Christ? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) y'all. It's me, the Lev, emceeing again and again, singing about nitrogen. It's an element that you got to get into sports betting all the damn time. Now dropping knowledge, making the money. Now <laughs> it's money. It's Benjamin Franklin. All right, we're done. <laughs> <That> <laughs> was electricity terrible. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. It uh, was So bad. I was not prepared. Anyway, use the link in the description
1: of this podcast to sign up for nitrogen. That gives you access to our monthly tournament it is a 100 millibit guaranteed tournament it is a 0.1 millibit buy in. That means that the guarantee is 1000 times the buy in, which is elite it's considering it's considering <laughs> Jonathan that we've never gotten more than even 150 players. That means the overlay is elite, elite. and absurd. <laughs> you got to get in there. You got to play the tournament. <laughs> you got to get you some poker. Use the link in the description. Of course, nitrogen sports, where tigers won't eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciated the little tiger noise. We
0: went on quite a little journey on that one. It was. We were all over the place. In good ways, of course. It was wonderful. Yeah.
1: All right. So we've got Mark Slow playing his aces. Yeah. We've got the king, deuce, uh, jack, two-club board. The spade on the turn is the eight of spades, bringing a second spade. Nick bet his two queens, 500 on the turn. Mark called with his two aces. The pot is $2,660. The river is the queen of spades, Jonathan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the queen of spades. That's a set for Nick. He just went from, he went from you know, zero to hero in like the, a nanosecond.
1: Right. So Nick went from zero to hero in a nanosecond. <laughs> he now has a set of queens. Of course, straights did get there, a couple of them that are I unlikely, mean, and yeah. flushes did get there, which are more likely than the straights. For for Mark, um, you look like you disagree with me.
0: I mean, there are there are some flushes, but you'd expect, and this goes back to what we we're talking about on the flop. I guess you would expect like the straights usually would bet the flop if he had a gutter. It's re- be surprising for him check back Ace Ten on the flop. But you, right? So you
1: just, but you just disagreed with me saying that there are more flushes than the straights
0: for Mark, and then you just yeah because for the same reason. Like I, I would expect him to um, to like bet most of his like spade draws because he's got the back door at least like if he had ace four diamonds, that's more of a give up than ace four spades. Yeah. You know, there's like ways you can still make miracles happen. I think it's a lot more likely he's betting nine, 10 or ace, 10 than those hands though. I think he's betting both those hands. Honestly, like I think he's betting nine, you know, nine ten ace 10 and ace four spades. Like, so, so I wouldn't, so, really so expect, we, I'm so saying we get I nothing out of it. I'm saying I wouldn't expect there to be very many f- straights or flushes here at all for Mark as Nick. As a result, like, I feel like I can't... Obviously, I can't completely eliminate anything, but I can eliminate the vast majority of So what are we putting him on that we got here this way? I mean, Ace-Jack still makes all the sense in the world, so does
1: 210s, right? Well, we're going to have to reconcile that once a couple of things happen, and we have to change our analysis of what he has. Yes, of course. Um, So you
0: think Nick should go for value or try to check and call anything that's bet? I think it's a mistake to check. I think we really should be betting as Nick because... After the check, check on the flop, we bet 500, got called. It feels like, how is that hand going to bet the All river? Right, I
1: just have a slight problem with it. Okay. In that this is a very bad card for the majority of the hands that we were targeting on the turn That's that true. are still here on the river. They're like, what the hell can I beat now? Because Nick, right. obviously, as played, could have spades because he just checked the flop. He got to see a free turn, which was yeah. a spade. And then he bet. And then he bets when the flush comes in. Like, Agreed. Nines and tens are not calling, mostly. Ace jack is mostly not
0: calling. Um I don't disagree with you that it's it's hard to get value when we bet. That's a fair point. I just worry about all those hands are also just insta checking the river. Right, but we have
1: to take into account that those aren't the only hands in the universe of possibility. But those are just, most there are so many of I, them. I yeah, I know, but like we just have to maybe account a bit for randomness here and hope that that's what happens because I just don't see him calling with Ace Jack. Well, what so what do you put what what
0: other hands do you think are in the universe then? Like talk to me about the other hands.
1: I guess there's Ace Ace, I guess there's ace King, there's a little bit of King-King. There's probably a little bit of Ace-High still there. Okay. Um, that Just already checked and called the turn? Maybe Ace-X of clubs. If he's capable of checking back Aces, he might be ha- okay. capable of doing it with okay. Ace-X of clubs. Yeah,
0: okay. That's, that's not completely absurd. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to know because this dude yeah. took a weird line. Right. It's true. Okay. We're making a lot of guesses based on traditional ranges, and yet he took a strange line. I
1: I mean, I don't think it's crazy to bluff a set of... or bet a set of queens here. Yeah. But I do think it's hard to imagine if we give Mark a traditional range, and if he's actually playing it this traditional way, most people who play ace-jack this way will fold ace-jack on the river at this point.
0: He could also have, like we were saying, like king-ten or something like that, where he decides to check it back because king-ten and ace-jack aren't very different from each other on that flop. Yeah. You know? Um, But there's still not very many combos because we assume it's probably suited... You know, yeah. There's, so there's like three combos of it. And you can't yeah, plus like he had to actually check it back. Yes. He actually has to decide to do that. But but he could, but we don't know that he would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the whole thing is thin no matter where we're going with it, right? It is. It I just is. feel I just feel like we have a set of queens, we should try and get some value out of it because if we check almost always it's going to go check, check. Now, maybe not in this case. So we're actually up against pocket aces. If we check, we probably are getting a bet in. But, yeah. if, but if we're up against pocket aces, we're getting a bet in anyway. Like, yeah. so, that, so that part doesn't really matter, right? Like we can almost eliminate aces and ace king because we assume if we check, those things are going to bet. Like just like a right. set of jacks, that value is going in either way, right? Yeah. So sort of doesn't matter who, who makes the bet there. What matters is all the other times where a bet isn't automatically going in. So I don't disagree with you that ace jack is going to find it hard to call a lot. Um, maybe you can decide to call sometimes or two tens or something like that. If they have a blocker in place, they're like, well, I have a spade in my hand. I have the ace of spades and I've got ace jack. So like maybe it's better to call here. Maybe thing." or I have two two black tens. So I call,
1: but Nick has King
0: Queen and and flush and flushes that aren't ace high. You know, like, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Uh, It's possible that all the hands are trying to get called by just won't call. If they won't call, I guess we shouldn't bet, right? Because then what the hell is the point of betting? Yeah. Um, I just don't think any of those hands are going to bet either. I don't think those hands are going to bet, no. Yeah. But
1: I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about, like, maybe we get more value from, like, random shit happening. Like, like maybe he he's club, got some weird
0: bluffs. He's got some clubs okay. that he's turning
1: into bluffs he can have some.
0: So, so, there's, so the only thing to balance, really, is that. And before I was saying it's sort of irrelevant about aces, I guess the one way it wouldn't be irrelevant is we might be able to size bigger than he would size. Like yeah. on the river, right? So if like we have a set of queens, we're trying to get called by ace king or aces, we might size bigger. Yeah. Like he might be trying not to lose us because he's like, well, I'm trying to get called by a worse hand. You know, we, you know, his he's sizing for the range.
1: Yeah, and then probably folding to a check raise if for some reason we check raise, which, which we can't on I don't, this card. I don't imagine yeah. we
0: would. Yeah. Anyway, Nick okay, to, I don't know. Maybe Nick we decides bet. to bet.
1: It's fine, but it's, I, maybe I, you're right. I think there's some problems with yeah,
0: it. Yeah, if we can't really get called, then we shouldn't bet. But
1: luckily for us. Versace mark. Yeah. has the Versace got, of hands. He's got aces. He's got aces. He's got the
0: Italian famous fancy hands that aren't really worth shit right now. The Versace of hands. That's right. I just went hand ma on Versace. You okay? <laughs> yep.
1: You sure? I'm feeling great. Is this a is this I a time love- that I should trust your self assessment or <laughs> do we need a third party?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love making podcasts. <laughs>
1: It's good times. Yeah. Yep. Podcasts are fun. All right. So Nick bets 2200 2660. Just kind of, I think, which is fair. What he's doing is kind of blindly hoping that the dude has something he can call with for this amount. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe it'll work out, you know? Um, so as Mark, there's two options here. The most obvious option is to just call and mostly take your winnings. You know, hope, hope it's yeah. okay. But Mark decides that that's not good enough, and he decides to raise. So let's talk about why he decides to do this. Okay, good. Well, there was something baked into what I was saying when talking about what Ace-Jack is worried about. King-Queen, for example. King-Queen is beating Aces. Yeah. Queen-Queen is beating Aces. Jack-Jack. jack is beating Aces. King-Jack. King-Jack is beating Aces. Deuce-Deuce is beating Aces. ace Eight 10. Eight Ace-10. 8-8. Eight, eight. Flushes. All flushes, which are not Ace-high flushes. We know that. But still, all flushes are beating Aces. There's a lot of hands in Nick's range that are beating Aces. Yeah, and the
0: thing is, Nick sized it up. To twenty two hundred, so now it sort of looks like oh, I don't know if I can beat your value. I can beat your miss clubs. Yeah, that's good. I can certainly be, and that by the way, that is the reason why Ace Jack might still ultimately decide to call, right? Maybe miss, miss clubs, but but. You could put it you put it together with the rest of the board, you might decide to fold anyway, because the board's just rough. I don't think I mentioned nine ten either, which oh, yeah, of course. is also in Nick's range, nine ten. So suited. yeah, so but yeah, like Nick sizes it up in a way that looks like it's beating aces. It think, he thinks he's good. Yeah. Like he's like, please pay me bigger now.
1: I think it's reasonable for Mark to consider this a razor fold spot because of the sizing. I also think it's reasonable to think, okay, I have the ace of spades, so it's a raise instead of a fold, because he blocks the nuts.
0: Um those are reasonable thoughts. I agree. It's really weird for Nick to go from 500 to 2200. It's just a strange. Well, his hand improved. <laughs> it really did, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just from Mark's point of view. Yeah. It's like, what? I guess King Queen is the same I mean, same spades. Thing as it could be spades. It could be spades. Actually yeah. tons
1: of sense because yeah. he could just be trying to like make sure he gets to the river for the price that he wants to get there for and then yeah. he gets there with spades.
0: Yeah. Also, we were saying on the turn we thought Nick would probably bet more if he had a flush draw to try and get a little more fold equity than 500. We don't know if that's really true, I guess, but that's my suspicion. And if that's true, then what that's great from a raise now point of view, right? Because it looks like, well, if he's got a made hand, a made hand is usually beating me on this board. Yeah. Right? And But I have the ace of spades, and he probably doesn't have a flush. Yeah, because
1: because Nick is not likely to be betting this size with king 10, right? Which is a hand that you can beat with aces. I
0: would be really surprised yeah. if he did that.
1: So all that means like, yeah, we're losing the made hands. And if he folds because he was bluffing, whatever, we were going to get 2,200 anyways, the same amount. Yeah. So I understand the thought of raising. Also, it's a pretty good representation of the nut flush. I think I, I know you said you would expect him to bet the ace-x of spades, but of course he's played it weird. Yes. He's less likely to bet the ace-x of spades than the ace-x of clubs at least on the flop because the spades came in back door, right? Um
0: probably. I don't know. It depends on the player, man. From a
1: traditional perspective, if you took the entire yes. player pool Okay, of sure, poker, sure. Yes. Then the
0: answer is yes. No doubt.
1: So, it's a better thing than repping clubs if clubs came in.
0: Yes, it's more believable, especially cuz he has the ace of spades, but even if he had the ace of clubs, it's mm-hmm. better than repping clubs. Yeah. But you know, know, but once you get there and you make the rage, you're like, "Well, there is a way this story sort of makes sense, yeah. almost no matter what." Like, you see if you see if it's enough makes enough sense to you, bro, you know. There is that. So, but like it's interesting because Mark's bluffs feel like they just are the ace of spades, right? I mean, the thing is, when we're saying he's got the ace of x of spades i guess he could have all the ace x of spades right why not he three pre preflop yeah so he can have ace 10 and worse all the way down it's not impossible which would be the royal
1: flush by the way no no, know when
0: the jack of clubs is out there um that's too bad so that so that is that's not that many combos though having said all that it makes it sound like that's so many combos it's really not if it's the ace x of spades right sure but he makes it nine combos okay
1: so mark makes it thirteen thousand, right over the 2200 i like the big sizing sure I think he's saying, like, I hope you have a set or a flush. Right. Is basically what he's You Even trying, I hope you have a flush. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. hmm Clearly, we know what he's wrapping. He's wrapping the nuts. Yes. So, as Nick, we have to do a little work and try to figure out, okay, where am I in my distribution, and what are his bluffs, and what are his value? All right. So, right. as Nick, in our distribution, what is the worst hand we bet 2,200 on the river with? set of deuces?
0: Uh, maybe King Queen. King Queen. Okay, we'll say King Queen. Maybe even King Jack. Okay. King King, Jack. King Jack doesn't love it, but probably pulls the trigger and is like, please don't raise. (laughs) Right? Because, like, Queen's got there. All
1: right. So we got King Jack, King Queen, sets of deuces, sets of eights, sets of jacks. Then there's us. Okay. Then there's sets of Kings, which we have a little bit of. Yeah. There's Ace-10, which we have plenty of. Sure. And 9-10, which we have plenty of, which is, you know, worse than Ace-10. And some spades. And then, like, a bunch
0: of different... Suited connector type spades. Okay.
1: So we're somewhere in the middle.
0: Sounds like we're kind of, we're we're probably lower than the middle. Yeah, maybe a little because there's a bunch of spade combos. And there's like, when we say sets of this, sets of that, there aren't very many sets. Like there's only three combos of all the sets. So we're
1: we're lower than the middle. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about our opponent's range here, Mark's range. So his value is the ace X of spades, which is not all going to play it this way, admittedly. Like sometimes they're going to bet the flop, sometimes they're going to raise the turn. Right. But he's got a little bit of that, and that's really the only value he has. His bluffs, if he's competent at all, are really just anything with the ace of spades in it.
0: Yeah, but he's also got to be then taking a hand that has showdown value and turning it into a bluff most of the time. i turn mean, most of the time. Maybe he could have, maybe he could have
1: like a seven off.
0: And he Maybe. called the turn just to make a bluff on the river. It's not impossible, it's but it's not impossible. It's not super likely it's
1: not super likely. Yeah, so that means it's like ace jack with the ace of spades or ace king with the ace of spades or ace ace with the ace of spades. Yeah. Maybe ace queen with the ace of spades.
0: Yeah. Could be that too. Maybe. But we think he's gonna bet that's the river That it was a only five hundred
1: on the on the turn, so you could call with that, I guess. Yeah. Where he's like, I he's,
0: yeah, like sometimes I get there, sometimes I have the best hand, sometimes I can bluff it. Yeah. It's only five hundred, I'm in position. So, so you're telling a really weird story. It's weird to like decide to bluff, not this way, but like with you have the ace queen, with the ace of space to be like, I'm going to call the turn to bluff the river, but I chose not to bluff the flop. That's you know, a really strange, like feels almost like cognitive dissonance, where, like You know, to do it that way, not saying you should never do that, but like it's weird. It's weird to suddenly like it's, switch gears. It's, it's like really that. tough
1: to analyze this hand because yeah. of the way Mark played it. Because he know. played it weird, but I'm kind of leaning towards a fold here
0: for Nick. Yeah. I mean, when we did the distribution, it feels like a fold. So I think it comes back to what do we know about Mark? Yeah. And we don't know anything except his name is Versace Mark. Right, which makes me want to call. <laughs> makes me want to call so fast. Yeah. Makes me want to basically, you know, like... Call on, and man. like celebrate in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, it does. I might also wonder if when he... Like you're saying like he raises a 13K and that makes him look strong. It also makes him look a little weak, right? Like if, if he had the nuts... 13k is like to get value out of fleshes other fleshes yeah. right but like you're saying you want to fold queens like he might fold out some sets and stuff like that with this raise because partially because it's so well, the big, sizing
1: I was just like I, I that wasn't the entirety of my thought process It's just that the sizing i felt like if you're going to raise i like to choose the sizing because this is a spot where you're yeah. repping the nuts So right. you might as well choose the sizing right more to the point is like should we be calling based on
0: his range i think versus his sizing i don't Mm -hmm. think his
1: sizing is i don't think he's gonna have different sizing on this run out basically is what i'm
0: saying i don't know if that's true or not his name is versace mark okay it's possible he has all sorts but you're right you're right we don't know yeah so fair enough let's assume he doesn't just for keeping simple all
1: right well i just think based on distribution and the weirdness of the hand
0: it makes me want to fold yeah how do you feel um uh what how do i feel i think i might talk myself into a call because of the weirdness on the flop and i'm like i just feel like you really checked back ace x of spades instead of just trying to win the pot and also with the back door really so
1: then but the other side of that is yeah you really checked back ace king with the ace of spades or ace ace with the ace of spades yeah. or no, ace queen I, with i ace understand
0: spades. i understand the weirdness of the flop throws me off yeah this whole way um yeah, no, that's true. Also, but that those at least have some value still. Like, you know what I mean? As opposed to like, usually you try when you don't have any value or or not much value, you're trying to win the pot right there. You know, when you have some value, you can decide to check. It's much safer, and you know you can still win the pot later. So yeah, I suppose. So that's why. I, but you know, you're right. You're still right. Um, I mean, against I think, most
1: players that you play against, oh, you would fold. I would have
0: right? folded our, 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 before we started talking. You know, like, you yeah. know, you had me at hello. It's like you had me at IRA. Yeah, and I'm already like card joining the muck against a lot of players a lot of players, they're not at all. You know, it depends on who they are, but for, I would say that you're right. The mass, vast majority of the, the normal folks we play against. That's an easy fold, easy fold. Yeah. Um, but I don't bet 2200 either on the river against them. I right. bet way less true because I'm targeting their range and I know they're going to play face up. It's yeah. going to be super straightforward what to do, uh, against a guy who I know has moves, which I, I'm going to assume we know that about Versace sure. Mark to His some name degree. Is Versace Mark. His name is He's already doing weird things just in this one hand. Uh, it makes it much closer and tougher and I might be, I don't know what to do, man. I th- i think I find a call, but I don't know if it's right to, you know? Yeah. i, I We are divided. The poker guys are yeah, divided. It's really, that's a
1: tough one. It is. Well, Nick ultimately does call. Yeah. And that was the right
0: decision this time. He won a massive pot. It was the right decision this time. It's really unclear if it's the right decision. I don't know if Versace Mark is going to. Take lots of weird shots. If we see him raising the river with any level of frequency, this is an easy call, of course, right? Yep. Um, but if he's being a little more careful than that, a little smarter than that, then yeah, it gets tough. It does. That's fun, though. I like tough hands. Well, Nick got to win a lot of money in a tough hand. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Oh,